0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Uh, This is the solar, sunny, and freezing voice of your (laughs) local announcer. And uh, we are ready to go here with another edition of The Food Show. We do this every afternoon. And uh, that would come as a surprise if you talk to people who are in the broadcasting business around the rest of the country they'll say what do you, you you can't be uh serious you have a uh, a program every day in fact a couple of them about food and then they get the uh the wise guy and uh, then they realize that they may actually be onto something anyway that's what it is it's the food show and we have a co-host today and uh th- <clears throat> we don't have uh, too many of these on our uh program but I'm always happy to do and it's uh, Don Clement is our Guest uh, uh, co-host.
2: I, I, I'm trying to figure out exactly how to move these around. That, I'll let you do it. That, that's a good way to put it. A guest co-host, and uh, yeah. also known as the Don. Gor- is that you? Yes, it is. Oh, gosh. Introduce yourself before uh, Don. you get started. Well, I am Don, the gourmet neighbor, and it is a pleasure to be the back The gourmet in neighbor. The gourmet neighbor. I live around the corner from the studio, so <laughs> that is the Do name. Do you really? Yeah, and Julia. So that's the name that uh, Marianne You're gave kidding. me, and it is a pleasure to be seated in your chair, but in her place today.
1: Yeah, you watch her out, because <laughs> she is not to be messed with.
2: Uh, I I I figured that out in the brief conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I like I'll her a lot. Though I like her. She's feisty. Yeah, yeah. she's feisty. <laughs> oh, that's putting it mildly.
1: But uh, but a lovely lady, and uh, she and I have had a, a great life together for a long time. Absolutely. Wait. No, so you you live on a, a jail uh, jail? Uh, sometimes that I, could that, be. <laughs> that, that was uh, just a, a trip over myself. Freudian, uh, if that. Yeah. Uh, you are on Julia street. Uh, I, uh, right, one near of my own. right near Pesh,
2: right near Pesh. Yep. Yeah. So it, it is a great place. And, you know, I have to tell you, it, it's, it's such a great place to live because every day you wake up and there's something new in your neighborhood. Some days you don't. <laughs> Some days you don't. That's true. But especially food wise, there's something new constantly. It's just this ever-evolving neighborhood, and we've got some great new buildings coming coming in, and it's bringing in a lot of young professionals, and uh, I guess that is what's motivating the uh, restaurant industry.
1: Could be. Uh, If you, and and I've heard this from a lot of people, uh, have some concern that the restaurant business is sort of shrinking and more kind of low-end items are going to, you know, uh, dishes brought in on White paper and mm-hmm. fold it up, in a, you know, in a, in a plastic envelope. I mean, all of that kind of <laughs> stuff takes all of the, all of the fun out of a, out of dining out, or even eating at home. Come to think well, of it,
2: you know, we do we do see a lot of um, I wouldn't say lower end restaurants. I'd let's say more affordable restaurants, yeah. and and there's one for instance that just opened on Julia, almost to Saint Charles, mm-hmm. and um, it, La Casita used to be in that spot. It's a very small bar restaurant uh, called The Little Easy. And uh, we stopped in there, and it was actually a soft opening, and uh, we had some uh, great sandwiches, some great meatballs. Uh, owner Brian seems to be really nice. But I think what's really good, Tom, is we need somewhere where you can go eat for 14 or $15. And mm-hmm. with, with the rent being so high in that neighborhood, it's just hard to achieve that.
1: The, the two don't always go together. But, you know, if you um, are careful about doing it, and you pay some attention to it before you go into the restaurant, check in the menu and things like that. Right. You find it's really not bad. I think that the values from uh, restaurants in the the last, ooh, I'm just going to pick randomly, uh, like five five to ten years, uh, I think have been tremendously good values.
2: Well, in in, uh, in most cases, most restaurants serve way too much food. So, well, that's true. I yeah. will completely agree with you on that. And, you it's know,
1: ridiculous. I mean, the amount of food they put in front of you, why are they doing
2: that? Yeah, I think it's Gordon Ramsay on one of his shows where he tries to come in and rehab these restaurants. He, yeah, said, well, if every, he, well, he said if everybody is leaving with a box of food, uh huh, that's an issue. That's too much food. That's <laughs> money is. walking out the door, you know?
1: Yep. Yeah, I agree with that totally.
2: So what about resolutions, Tom? Resolutions? It's a new decade. It's a new <laughs> year. Yeah. And I made this ridiculous resolution for, I guess, the 40th time in my life to lose weight. And, uh, Uh you know, it's just hard in this city. Uh, It certainly can be
1: because uh, the temptations are kind of hard to fight. And, you know, sometimes they never give up.
2: And starting a diet around king cake season. Ugh.
1: (laughs) well, you know, in some ways, that's a good thing because. That'll keep you from eating that uh, king cake, which is probably a good idea anyway. I know, but they're just so good. Which uh, which variety do you like?
2: Well, now, originally, I am from the parish. I am from Chalmette, so uh-huh. I am really partial to Ren- uh, Randazzo's king cake.
1: Not the yeah, filled. they've always been good.
2: Nothing filled. I don't like that filled stuff. Me neither. I don't get that.
1: Don't get no, it. and and there's one that I really uh, am not happy with, I've, although a lot of people just love it. Do you know what I'm working up to?
2: One that people really, well, I mean, the only one I can think of is the a place that's closed, Mackenzie's, because that was just, ugh, that Bing, was ding,
1: ding. Yeah. very
2: good. Uh, you 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 nailed it.
1: Well, you know, it, it's it's legitimate, and those people have been making king cakes for a long time in pretty much the way they're still doing it after all these years. Uh, but people who really love king cakes made that way where they're very very uh, uh dry to me yeah. but to these other people they just they love them uh and uh you don't you don't have it stuffed with anything and you don't have a bunch of gunk on top of it at all. basically I'm looking for a little bit of a of of a mix a mix, exterior. A mix. And also, uh, I I like getting some cinnamon in there
2: somewhere. Oh, definitely. And I I think that's probably what I like about Rendazzo's. Rendazzo's is a moist king cake. It's not too dense. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a nice amount of sugar on it. Sometimes it can be a little too much of that icing, but, you know, you can always knock that off. But it does have this really nice resonance of cinnamon always in the background, and I like that a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say about it. Yeah, but I'm going to stay with. Uh, if you from like it. it, you like it. You know, that's that's the way. Well, that's look, it's like you talk about with wine. If you like the wine you drink, drink the wine. It doesn't sure. matter how much it costs, it doesn't matter what it is. If you like it, drink it.
1: Uh, well, I don't know about that. I mean, most no? of that I agree with, but uh if I have a a wine that is really boring and uh, because anything with alcohol in it, I have to back away from a little bit. Not a lot, but a little mm-hmm. bit. And uh, because of that, I don't want to waste a, a wine on something that's not going to be yeah. uh, terrific. But, you know, who's going to make that choice? And they, your, your favorite is some other guy's awful. Uh, get this away from me.
2: Well, let, let's give out the number. Uh, callers All are right. always a great thing. So 504-260-6368. Give Excellent. us a call, You've done please. Well. you yeah. What are your resolutions? Yeah. What have you resolved to uh, do?
1: I don't, uh, no? I don't do that. So no, I, I, I'm uh, I'm I so much like my life right now uh, that and for the last 30 years that uh, I'm doing all the things that I always wanted to do. And uh, where why did it, should I even think about it anymore? I mean, yeah, I, I
2: probably right. should.
1: But uh,
2: but if you like it, live it. And this yes, is this yes, is sir. this is a great city to do that in. And uh, yep. again, I do too much of it. That's why I have to stop eating. And you know what it really gets to me, Tom, every Friday, my wife and I have always, and even when we had the kids, every Friday Mm -hmm. night, we would go out to eat somewhere. And that was, you know, all together as a family. And my wife and I still do that. So now when Friday rolls around and it's diet time, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, where do we go? And when you go, you know, you wind up with the the grilled fish and everybody else is eating the fried fish. It's just hard.
1: At, at my house, and uh, I, I have a variation on your theme here, but I think you'll agree that it's the same one, more or less. We get to the point of the day where uh, myself and um, Marie. and Marianne. <laughs> Marianne. And uh, and back when they were kids, they were then the kids, mm-hmm. and here we all were uh, walking around the house and say, well, where are we going to go tonight? I don't know. Well, where do you want to go? Uh no. Uh, anything would be all right with me. But no, no, give me a and, – and we can go back and forth on that like 50 times, and we still don't have anything nailed down. And uh, <laughs> That's uh, – that's uh, somebody ought to, A, give that a name, and, B, uh, come up with some strategy to uh, stop making people do that.
2: Well, I do have a strategy, and I, I think that we, oh, we probably have like 8 to 10 that we always keep yeah. in a rotation – and depending upon whether we want seafood, we want Italian, mm-hmm. then we, we know the go-to places on the list. So that's where we're going to wind up going. So I think we've nailed that. I think our problem here is we have too many places to go, and that makes it hard.
1: Well, um, you know, And please, if, if I'm starting to sound like I'll disagree with anything no, you say. No, not at all. Please. That's no, you. I'm not. Uh, I'm I, I kind of do that a little bit, but okay. just give me uh, forgive me on that. Uh,
2: the um, uh, where
1: were we? Yeah, I, uh, I, rotation
2: uh, of restaurants and that we have yeah. just a plethora. I mean, yeah. we're blessed. I mean, I, I was are. stuck in Baton Rouge. Sorry uh, to hear that. Yes. Yeah, so not not half as sorry as my family or I were. And, you know, every Friday night would roll around and it was like, oh, God, where are we going to go? You know, what are we going to do? Is it is it going to be? The, this chain restaurant or that chain restaurant. And it was it was just disheartening. So being back here for the last five years has been like a joy. I, I really don't want so to change live, my life at all.
1: You live in Baton Rouge now?
2: No, no. We live on Julia, but we did. Oh, okay. So we, we, uh-huh. we went to Atlanta after the hurricane. Then finally, the closest we could get uh, was Baton Rouge. And um, that mm-hmm. was eight years of uh, not fun eating, I can Ooh, tell you that.
1: I, I can imagine. I, I feel so lucky the way it played out for us, and right. it's just uh, truly amazing, is that uh, we we left town, got far away from Katrina, and wound up with my my
2: uh, my it, kids. And that's where you wrote. That's where you wrote the book. The, I wrote, uh, the I menu. Wrote the, my mm-hmm. cookbook. Right.
1: Which which was almost done anyway, but uh,
2: forced you to finish it. Forced you to finish it.
1: It did force me to finish it because the. Um, we, I was at a point where I was I was living in the in uh, the underside of a, an old lady's house basement. I, I was in her basement, mm-hmm. and uh, there was truly nothing else to do anywhere within fifty miles of that
2: place. So I just sat down and started banging it away and got yeah, done, knocked it out. You know, you mentioned basements. Let me ask you a question about basements. We That's went me. on a uh, Friday, Dickie Brennan's which I'm really not a fan with for dinner, but I love Mm -hmm. lunch in their bar and they only Mm -hmm. do it on Fridays and it was a great rainy Friday. My wife and I went, we met some friends, we sat in the front window, watched the world go by. It was, it was just great. We split a burger, probably the closest thing to port of call. It's an, it's an awesome burger, but it is impossible to eat by yourself. You have to split it. But we had it's a, a, g- it's a pound. Oh it's huge. It's, it's a hamburger that weighs a pound. It and is it's, it's huge. And it was delicious. We enjoyed it. And we were talking to one of the captains there and she was she was a pleasure to talk to you. She was great. And she was talking about the first time she went to work at Dickie Brennan's. And she said, They brought me in and she said, Well, let me give you a tour. So she was walking with the staff and they said, Well, follow me downstairs into the dining room. And she turned around and looked and she said this is New Orleans. We're going down where? So do you uh, know anything about that? What is? Why is that dining flooded. room downstairs? It flooded. Oh, it did. That's, uh,
1: and and uh, right across the street, Mr. B's, too.
2: Oh, yeah, it did. But do and, you know uh, why it was initially built like that? Because that's sort of an unusual configuration in New Orleans to have that large of an underground setting where you could actually build a dining room.
1: I'll say. But it actually worked out for them pretty well. Uh, although Mr. Bees was was out of action for, I want to say, almost two years. It took him a Sadly, long time yeah. to get going. Uh, but Dickie, Dickie Brennan, uh, he had uh, th- that ground below the level of everything and, everything. and the water was flowing in there as if it oh, were sure. the Mississippi River. And it actually held up for it pretty well, because yeah. the the whole place was below sea level. Uh, the only place I can think of a major in installation of a car or anything,
2: right. that, that's I guess, so far below. I guess my question was, I, not not referring to the storm at all, I'm just trying to figure out what was it before, and how was it even, you know, we we don't do things underground here. We don't do that
1: very no, well. No, we don't. We sure don't. You know? But uh, that, there had been a restaurant there dating back 100 years. Oh, wow, I didn't or, know that. Or very close to that. Uh, the Acme Oyster House. Well, that was there was,
2: first? That was
1: like two doors down. Two doors down. It's still, yeah, yeah. That's, that's still that's there. That's pretty close.
2: Now, you know, shame on me because I do something that's not nice every time I pass that place. And I do what? like Acme. But every time I see 70 and yeah. 80 people in line, I tell them, look, why don't you go stick your head in right across the street? <laughs> and go to Felix's I, and check that out. I, yeah, And, you know, I, I that's my personal preference. Not that I think Acme is great, but I think it's been publicized so much that it's become there are just so many tourists trying to get in that sometimes Felix's gets overlooked, and I love Felix's.
1: Well, you know, the, the word came in to uh, the people who were in New Orleans staying here and uh, being a tourist, mm-hmm. which is okay. And, uh Finding out, oh, that's that's the famous Acme Oyster House, and yeah. people would go there, and they wouldn't even consider. Think about it,
2: any, it, and they just went ahead and 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 ate them up. And you know, but, I, uh, oddly enough, my favorite thing at Felix is the red beans and rice. They are delicious. It, really? Yeah, they're they're really good. They remind me of my grandmother's. They're very good. Cool place. I like it.
1: Is this is this the one uh, in on the sea in uh, the uh, the uh, me, the Iberville
2: yeah, so we go yeah. to that one when we're here, uh-huh. but a lot of times for lunch, we'll jump in the car, and we'll drive to the lakefront, and if, mm-hmm. it's a, if it's a beautiful uh, day, it is so nice sitting out on that balcony, you can watch all the boats go down the canal, and it's just, they've got a great oyster salad there. I, I, I just, I, I like Felix's a lot.
1: Oysters are, uh, by definition, wonderful.
2: They are. They haven't, well, they're getting I was better. A, a Chinese
1: restaurant last night. This was mm-hmm. my wife coming home. And uh, she uh, wound up getting us in a Chinese restaurant uh, in Baton Rouge, I think, is where we were. Wow.
2: I think yeah. it is time for a break time. I hear uh, oh, Doug playing okay. some music for us. So please call us 504 6368 You're listening to us on 105.3 FM HD 2W.
1: Oh, I'm not supposed to whistle. I'm sorry. I, no, they really gave me a, a notice. Uh, don't don't whistle on the air. Apparently, it actually has an effect on uh, the uh, the it, buzzing. Or it whatever. drives
2: my dog crazy when you do it. I'll bet she goes crazy. Makes, you know, what kind of dog do you have? I have a French bulldog and a Pekinese. Oh, the, no wonder. And the Frenchy's just like, <laughs> damn, that's Tom again whistling. Ah, <laughs> so you never can tell. You never can tell.
1: Uh, we are here with Don Clement who is uh, the next door neighbor or or it's not a the gourmet neighbor the gourmet neighbor there you go and uh, as we drift back into position to uh, continue talking about food and restaurants and all of that uh let's see i had a question for you okay let's see if i can remember what it is i uh, this is my fall downfall these days uh i we we'll, we'll have to revisit we it will circle we back so yeah. talking oh, about oh wait wait i just thought of what it is Mm-hmm. No, never mind. Go go ahead, and do yours.
2: <laughs> Speaking of new restaurants, there's another one in our hood that I have not been to, but I definitely want to try called Nola K. And that's Nola C- K. Nola K. C A Y E, and uh, it's almost to Lee Circle. I think it's on Barone. I'm not sure, but uh, it looks like it's uh, Caribbean, um, but sort of uh, more home. Not like Compare Le Pen, which is great, but it's it's more low key. And, again, another reasonably priced restaurant, so definitely want to check that out. And I see that you went to, oh, goodness. It's Nola Kay, you no, said that. That's Nola Kay, but you went, to where, okay. where did you go a couple of days ago, the Laurel Oaks?
1: Yeah, uh, Laurel Oaks, uh, I was really impressed by that place, uh, even though I was kind of ticked off because of the fact that it was raining and cold, and uh, we were having a tough time getting over no, don't there. Don't
2: hold that against the place.
1: I'm not uh I uh, we the people who own the place uh saw me walking by or something like that and the next thing I know uh I and Marie uh, the the other the Maries the Marys, mm-hmm. and uh uh we were in there and they were doing a four or five course dinner for us oh nice <laughs> and uh and it was terrific but uh, that's that's it it's um well uh, we're going to laurel oaks laurel oaks it 's a, a a kind of oak tree is what i was told i 'd never <laughs> heard of that before, but it it is true I've, i 've looked it up and well
2: i 'm just happy to have a new place to go you know it 's a lot of fun yeah. we we kind of live in a in a grown up frat house so we've got this big um we've got this you know big condo unit that we live in with about forty nine other units, and we've really gotten to be close to all the neighbors and you know they're all around our age, and you know the, the kids are out et cetera so it's like whenever somebody wants to do something we'll send it hey let 's go meet here hey let 's go meet here let's go grab a drink let's go to happy hour and so we get to explore all these really cool places, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we will put Laurel Oak on our list of things to do yeah, you know uh, uh what grabbed me the most is that they
1: are doing pretty much uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 80% new style tastes and presentations and everything else, but not so bizarre that you want to say to everybody around you, would someone please uh, tell me what this is (laughs) translate it into the
2: local language. No foam. No foam Uh, on food.
1: Anyway, we we, uh, had a great great uh lunch there that day that they were doing lunch it was only day number two so i was breaking all my usual rules of not going to uh, brand new restaurants i think it's a bad idea but i did it to this one and uh where 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 else Uh,
2: um we did go uh this i think it was friday we were with uh with some friends and we went to uh, now if i'm pronouncing this incorrectly i am sorry is it belle epec is that how you pronounce it Belle Apec Absinthe Lounge. Hmm. And it's Don't in, know it. it's it's new. It's in the quarter uh behind the whole old absinthe house. And it hmm. is a beautiful, beautiful bar, but they also hmm. do food. It's when you walk in you feel like you're transported back to Paris in the eighteen nineties. It's just a lovely, lovely restaurant.
1: Is it that same the same building that used to be the uh a- absinthe house? Uh, I
2: think it used to be Tony Moran's. Tony
1: Morans, even yes. more so.
2: Tony Morans, Tony, that's where it was.
1: You know what? There's a there's a book waiting to be told about him.
2: Mm-hmm. There is, uh,
1: and uh, I might write that book because a uh, very interesting guy. I I got to know him very well uh, in his late years.
2: Well, if, if you write the book, please try to dig up his uh, fettuccine alfredo recipe that he used to oh, make at Morans Riverside. Oh, that
1: was, no, that wasn't just great there. That was the inspiration of impostados, the yeah. other impostados, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the guy who's running uh, the catfish place in Slidell and, mm-hmm. in uh,
2: I know where I, I can't it's escaped me, but I know.. Yeah. Uh, now, the veras that opened uh, across mm-hmm. the lake. is that the same Vera's from Slidell? Yes, it is. Okay, good. It is. Yeah. My mother-in-law they, lives very close to there, so we'll have to duck in there as well.
1: Yeah, they had a problem. They they got really wiped out by Hurricane. Yeah, they China. did. They did. And then uh, they they came back and they 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 did reopen in kind of like a more limited sort of a restaurant. But then uh, we were there again, this will be about our third time, and had dinner there about uh, three months ago. And uh, I was very pleased by uh, not just the usual stuff, but they were doing some really good specials that you tend to not think of uh, in that kind of restaurant.
2: Well, we will will definitely have to duck in there. And if you're out there and you have any questions for us, if you've been out to a new restaurant that maybe we need to know about or you need to share, please give us a call. 504 260 She's already called. She's Uh, already called? Yeah, yeah, Monique. Monique is is called.
1: Sounds good. I am on it? the
2: phone now. Hello, Monique. Welcome,
1: Monique. Monique. Well, Monique.
0: Welcome to our show.
2: Thank you. Very good. Look, um, I you. have a
0: real quick question. I'm a, for, I'm a lady with list. I'm a lady with list, and I list. heard that you have a yeah. I like to make a list of all my new restaurants. I like oh. to go to. Great idea. Um, I'm a local New Orleans girl. Um, lived away overseas for 15 years, and I just moved back and. I like just seeing what the city has to offer and, um, you know, always willing to try something new. And I heard you mentioned um, one was uh, Laurel Oaks
2: and another was Cheese. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Nola Kay's. Uh C-A-Y-E. Nola Kays. Yes, okay. Nola, Nola Kays. And that's Caribbean. Okay.
0: Oh, good. So yeah. that's going to be a nice little addition.
2: Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. I, starting to see a lot more, um, I think, Latin or Caribbean-type restaurants in the, um, the neighborhood, and, and, and that's a good thing. It gives yeah. a little variety because, you know, we all don't always want to eat New
2: Orleans-type food. No, you've, you, you've got to branch out and do different things. And you know what I'd really like to see, Monique, um, is a little more upscale Asian. We, we, we don't have oh enough of that. We don't have, you know, you'd have to go across the lake to, uh, to Ewan, I guess. Uh, right, right. We right. need more of that here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm,
0: um I'm definitely those are some of my favorites. Of course it's not um maybe what you're looking at or thinking of, but you know, we got Bao and Noodle, we have Mofo, we have True. Maypop, love Maypop. I've got to you get know, to Maypop all, again. A little Asian with a twist, mm-hmm. But um Yeah, twist. May, Maypop you know, is one of the most uh,
1: original restaurants I've seen in quite a l quite a while.
0: Hey, uh oh, yeah. you know what? Um
1: uh I I'd like to add to this conversation a little bit of uh What's that? Of, um we, let's see. We we were talking with Monique here. Don't, mm-hmm. You haven't gone away, have you, Monique? No, still there? I'm still here. Okay, just uh, just checking on that. And uh, uh, here we are again.
2: Uh, the, the so so Monique, where have you been uh, recently? That's new. I know you mentioned Maypop. You mentioned Mofo. Have you been anywhere new?
0: Um, let's mm- see. Where have I been there? Well. I think sometimes I'm a little creature of habit, and I stick yeah. close to my home. We all are. So, um, you know, last minute, oh, let's go here, let's go there. You know, group of friends, close. Um, LJ's on Harrison. Uh, it's it's a new restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just uh, clean yeah. Italian food. Um, I, I've enjoyed that. Um, I'm trying to think what's the matter. So, let, let's let's, let's go back. Is it Gianna? Gianna. Gianna.
2: Magazine. And, yeah. Julia. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. really, really nice. Um, it's a beautiful place. It, it's
2: beautiful.
0: Oh beautiful my gosh. Place. And I hope they can keep it. I hope they can keep it full. Uh, it's, it's a, a problem. huge
2: space. It's a huge, it's a huge, huge restaurant, and that can be a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go back to LJ's for me, Monique, for just a second. You said straightforward Italian food. Now, when I think straightforward forward Italian food and I think gravy, uh, I go back to my roots and I think a gravy that's got a little sweetness to it, a little hint of sugar. How is their gravy? Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Um, their, their gravy is uh, very nice, but it is not sweet. It's not sweet. Okay. It is not sweet. Not a deal but, killer, um, but not a deal no, killer. No, it's not a deal killer, but um, it's something something new to try, something instead of, you know, heading out to the regular Italian <clears throat> places, you know, a regular fair, and you know, try something new. Sure. And, you know, everybody has a different taste, and um, we sure. all know we all like our different red sauce. Oh, <laughs> we do.
2: We do. Uh, we, we could argue that. Yeah, we do. That's the truth. I love it. Well, thank you so much for calling, Monique. We appreciate it. Have okay, perfect. Thank thank thanks, I enjoy
0: listening to you, actually. Yeah.
2: Thanks. Well, well, thanks for calling. I think it's That's time for a break, show. Tom.
1: I think so. You know, I, uh, before we let it escape, uh, just one quick little word here. Uh, I used to live in the CBD back in the 70s, 1970s, and then it all kind of went away. And now it's coming back really strong. I mean, all of those terrific new restaurants in the Central Business District, uh, I'm really pleased by that. It has uh, changed the neighborhood a lot in a good way. Agree or disagree? Absolutely agree. Yeah. All right. We will return with more of the Food Show after first, if you will, this uh, uh, on our microphone number 15 or what was it? It's 13. It's microphone 13. Don Clement. Yes. And before I, we go on, there's a question I wanted to ask you okay. um, earlier, and I neglected to do so just because it wasn't uh, quite stupid enough for me. But <laughs> just <laughs> sorry. Just, I can hardly wait. Um, all right, um, Clement. Yes. Uh, uh, first of all, are you Clement? Do yep. you fit that that uh, description?
2: I, I'm not sure what that description means. What, well, but I, you're, you're Clement if you uh, let's say you were
1: a cop and somebody. Drove past you uh, twenty miles an hour higher than you're supposed to be. <laughs> no, that he, <laughs> if uh, if the cop uh, will, gives you a break
2: totally, he is showing clemency towards you. Clemency. Well, I guess I, that that depends upon but who you're asking Clement. the question to. I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, but uh, having having said that, uh, did you have? Uh, was your mother or your grandmother or anybody else related to you uh, ever work in a school
2: cafeteria? no they did not and no. okay <laughs> so uh, and i guess you have someone in mind that was a clement that worked in a school cafeteria
1: uh pretty much
2: no not us not us
1: uh well there's there's a little more to it than that okay um yeah so so uh what would happen is uh we would we would get these people who are just you know pretty normal there was, there was a lady uh who was in the school that i was in at that time in in kenner and uh i was in the, the second grade third grade fourth grade in the fourth grade the lady who ran the uh cafeteria in the school her last name was clement hmm. so that must have been a Rummel. no this was actually our lady of perpetual oh, heat okay. no that's
2: not that's perpetual help but no
1: but uh anyway no, no
2: relation oh. No relation. A
1: a wonderful school, except uh, I I wanted to to join the choir in the fourth grade. Mm -hmm. And uh, the teacher thought that was so laughable that she actually laughed at me. And it's a wonder I'm still able to walk around and talk.
2: (laughs) Here we are. Oh, that was, that's, we we discussed this, Tom. We discussed this. We discussed the singing, haven't we? We did? Yeah, we discussed it. Let me ask you a question. That wasn't
1: singing. That was Frank Sinatra. Let me
2: me ask you a question. Uh, The Los Angeles Times food critic Uh Bill Addison, uh, just this January 3rd in a piece called The Other L.A., announced that Los Angeles is now, in his mind, the food capital in the country, and that New Orleans has been kicked off of the uh, pedestal. What do you feel about that? Because I have some really strong emotions about that.
1: Yeah, well, uh, having gone to Los Angeles more than I wish I did, uh, my my son uh, lives there. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we go there. As a matter of fact, my wife uh, just yesterday came back from a a few days over there. And what I saw is is if you're real strong on Asian cuisines, Mm -hmm. you're in good shape. Especially if you're into Hispanic uh, cuisines, whatever they are from any any part of of that part of the world, you're in great shape with that. Great food from that uh, source. And now uh, beyond that, I I don't know what to say next.
2: Yeah, well, we know that Anthony Bourdain, the, which the, unfortunately the late Anthony Bourdain. Um, New Orleans was definitely uh, his favorite food city. I mean, that was hands down. That that's that's where he was coming, and you you can see it from his point of view because we literally have our own cuisine. We have things that people don't have. You can't go to Los Angeles, no matter how they try to replicate it, and they're going to give you a Leidenheimer po' boy. That's just not going to happen. You know, it's just not going to happen. Uh-huh. So, well, I disagreed with it, so I'm glad to see that uh, you disagreed with it as well. But that's uh, causing quite a little uproar online. Oh
1: well, you know there are people who get strange ideas all the time.
2: I'm looking you at just have to know how to handle them. I'm looking at your food almanac, and today's it, yeah today's and, and today is hot January the so- hot so- National Hot Sausage Day.
1: It is indeed.
2: What do you think about that? I like that.
1: Uh, it's also na- National Tempura Day.
2: Um, you can have the tempura. I'll eat the hot sausage. <laughs> favorite um, hot? What's your favorite hot sausage from here?
1: Uh, I like. Italian style hot sausage. To me, a, a poor boy made with that is is really a great thing, and uh, it shows up in a lot of other, other dishes too. So uh, if I had to pick just one kind of sausage for the kind of food that I eat, that would be it. That would be it.
2: I would have to say Patton's hot sausage. And oh, pa-
1: well, yeah, that's always been good too.
2: And I, I love the especially the patties on a grill, and you put that on a make a po' boy out of that. That is just the best
1: yep uh but you know there's one place did you say red beans yet?
2: uh no, but that's no. perfect with that
1: yeah uh w- when you have a plate of red beans and rice on the table, assuming that you like red beans i i i love red beans love I them. Eat every like like everybody says you should i I have it every Monday, and I like getting it with Italian. Sausage, just like uh, I described a minute really? ago, with the with the anise flavors and uh, okay. you know all that. They, they come together great, and and the sausages that go with them.
2: So you don't do the hot sausage. You prefer like they just slice it down the middle, hit it on a flat top, and serve it with the beans.
1: I, I like that. That would probably be my number two. Would be the uh, the the sausage. Oh, hmm. The hot sausage, the the flat, not the uh, flat round kind. The patties, but, uh, not the patties, but, yeah. Not the patties. I gotcha. like the, uh, yeah, the, the, I like uh, what your, are, what, is, what is the word for that anyway? Patty, uh, a link, a, link. Well,
2: the other one I mean. Link, a link. A link, a link, yep. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm reading okay. your, de- your deaf dining rule number 744, <laughs> and, I, and I do like really? it. I, I like that it says hot sausage. In fact, all really spicy foods are their best. When eating them brings you to the threshold of pain from the pepper. Yes, indeed. I love that.
1: Now, how could you not know that? Well, maybe you did know
2: it. Well, I tell you, when, when I had a house, I, I boiled I was the official. You don't have a house anymore? Well, I have a condo. They frown upon boiling crawfish, you know, in a 50 gallon uh, pot. Yeah. And when I used to do it, my sister in law, who loved my crawfish, always said that if her eyes weren't watering and her nose wasn't running, it wasn't hot enough. <laughs> that's great i like that yeah that's the way she determines.
1: Uh, it may actually work yeah that's that's how we so uh yeah let's keep our hands on that so
2: one. i always looked to her when she was eating and if i saw her with a paper towel in her hand i said ha i've done it she her nose is running she likes them mm-hmm. she likes them give us a call please for uh 504-260-6368 we'd love to hear from you talk about food where you're eating what's new and how do you stay on a diet in the city? What do you do when you go to a restaurant? You know, pe-
1: people are always uh, asking me about that and uh, what is it that I do to, you know, keep my weight under control and uh, how they perceive that I lost a lot of weight. And the truth uh, of this is that I've only lost 80 pounds. Oh, only. And then I stopped. Wow. And then everything was fine.
2: Yeah, once you get there, that's one thing. But getting there's a heck of a uh, it's a heck of a ride. I'm just gonna say, there's always something going on. I mean, we go from uh, we go from the holidays, we go from Christmas, we go from New Year, and now we're rolling into Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. and it's just always an excuse. It's always you know a party or something else to do. So it's a fight. We just keep fighting it. We just keep fighting
1: well, it. I, I I try to avoid it if possible.
2: You mentioned a Chinese. I, I, you mentioned a Chinese restaurant before. Where would you go? Do you remember?
1: Uh, last night, uh, you know what? I had the, the, the card, uh, the, uh, the uh, not the card, the uh, Menu? receipt, mm-hmm. and it was in my pocket, and it isn't there now. But uh, I don't know, it's something like uh, Chinese Village or something like that. It's in Kenner. Oh, uh, oh, I, I said oh. Baton Rouge. I don't know what I was thinking of. It's, Chinese, it's in, not,
2: um, not the one on Airline Highway.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so.
2: Cathay-in? No, no. It's,
1: okay. uh, I, 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 honestly, I don't get to that part of town too often, so I didn't register exactly we, what.
2: We don't either. But every now and then, if we're thinking Chinese, mm-hmm. uh, I love to go to the Cathay Inn on airline because when you walk through the door, it is immediately a Chinese restaurant in 1973. <laughs> it's like it's frozen yeah. in time.
1: Yeah, well, you know that's that's kind of how quen, uh, cuisines like that go. Uh, they they pick on one thing and they stay with it forever after that. Did you go to Little Chinatown? I think that might have been it. Ah, Little Chinatown. It, it, it looked. We were talking about this. It looked like the inside of like a Bonanza Steakhouse or a place mm-hmm. like that. We uh, not not in for the food but the 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 layout of the of the restaurant and a few
2: you know and that, that's on Williams and Kenner right
1: yeah uh-huh mm-hmm.
2: that's not a buffet that's a sit down a la carte it's a
1: sit down pretty big menu and a lot of pretty exotic stuff i had this uh, one dish in particular that was uh it was oysters in a pot you you know this is where they get hmm. the actual fire going on top of the your your table and then there's things bubbling underneath it, and they tell you, oh, by the way, don't let this drop in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 there's, a, there's a risk of that, and I ran. No, no, it was, uh, it was actually quite good.
2: Were they in a sauce, or was it just? There? No, it was
1: all mixed up with the vegetables that were partaking in becoming mm. that dish. It was something I've seen before, but in a, not in a long time. I think it was in L.A. last time.
2: And, and you know, to to circle back to what, to what I mentioned before, we're talking about the warehouse district, the CBD, all these new restaurants, and how much I would love to see, um, you know, some really upscale Chinese. I mean, we've seen it with Saffron Nola. They've taken the Indian cuisine and elevated it to a point that I, I just love it. it. It's absolutely one of my favorite restaurants in the city right now. And I would love to see somebody mm-hmm. do the same thing with an Asian cuisine or Chinese cuisine. Sure, why not? It'll come
1: sooner or later. Although, you know, uh, uh, Asian cuisines in New Orleans, in vicinity, have been off for, I'm going to say, the last five years. When we first moved on the North Shore, uh, which which happened about uh, 30-something years ago, Uh, There were lots of uh, uh, restaurants, particularly Thai restaurants, were strong back then. And Chinese, you know, Trey Yen was kind of in a Chinese place on its own. Uh, But all of that was pretty strong. And then it kind of eased off, and uh, now
2: you really have to go looking for it. If you You find it, then you're lucky. You do. And, I mean, even the ones that uh, the mainstays that I always go to, and I'm not going to mention the name, uh, but I, I've just been disappointed as of lately. And when I was actually speaking, goodness, I guess it was about six months ago, to one of the servers there, she said, well, you know why everything's changed. I said, no. I said, but everything has changed. She said, well, you know, we've been here for like 50 years. So everybody who was cooking is no longer cooking. And they've been replaced mm-hmm. by people who are truly not cooking the same food. And it's it's definitely noticeable, and I just think there's room for a really nice Chinese restaurant,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so and I know yeah. our friend Michael calls all the time, and he raves about the uh, egg rolls. That's what I've
1: heard, anyway.
2: Well, I'm I'm going to tell you, I have to agree with Michael. I have not had one in years. They are huge. They are over. They are the quintessential egg roll. If you're out there, Michael, call me about the egg rolls. They are they're delicious, but I would have to draw the line there. I mean, I'm, and it's not a place I'm going to actually eat in. And I know you don't like taking out, but if I was going, I'd probably take it out.
1: Mm. Well, you know, you can always try anything. Yeah. You know, but, you don't um, have to like everything that you eat.
2: So so give us a call at 504 260 Six, eight, please. May just I ask call. how
1: you are enjoying uh, your visit with us today?
2: I am enjoying it very much. It's very relaxing. Yeah. It's uh, unlike what I do during the day, so I enjoy this very much. This is something what, that I What really do like.
1: you do, come to think of it? How could we have not have mentioned uh, that? What do you do uh, every day?
2: It is so exciting. You all need to brace yourselves because Uh-oh. when you hear what I do, you're going to be so just jealous. Envious. Oh. So envious. So envious. Yeah. I sell third-party verification services to the mortgage and banking industry (laughs) and i am also the host of uh america's mortgage news on uh youtube so we talk about uh Mm. financing and uh, all that good important stuff but we all really need it because if you want a house you gotta go through us
1: pretty much it seems that way my daughter uh is building her own house i heard that when i say that i'm not kidding at all she does the the uh carpentry carpentry uh mm. has has been done she does her own welding wow <laughs> that's industrious we're about a, a beautiful uh young uh lady who i think uh, a lot of guys might be interested in wow. but she's making this this uh this great uh house but it's it was uh not easy to get through the financial part of that well i well that yeah. That's
2: what we do. Oh, we,
1: we, we miss doing it with you is what you're There thinking. you go. Well, no, I don't yeah. do that.
2: I just sell the verification. I don't do the loans. Ah, so nice. I have nothing Great. to sell to anybody listening. Oh, nothing. Good. Nothing. Oh, well, so we do have a caller. We have Stephen we on do. the phone.
3: Stephen is here. Welcome, Stephen. Hey, how's Steve. it going, guys?
2: Steve. Good. How are you, Steve?
3: Good. Uh, I just wanted to comment. I'm a big fan of Popeye's. And <laughs> I
2: agree, Steve.
3: But... Their onion rings have gone to hell.
2: I know they used to be so good. What ha- Wait, that's if you can find a Popeye's that even still makes
3: them. Well, we just went the other day, and they're what I call the onion donuts, like oh. Burger King has and stuff. They're oh, frozen. no, 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 they're not real? No, they're frozen donuts. They're frozen onion rings. Oh, we, we got them. We drove home. I opened the thing, and there were 12 frozen onion rings in the thing. I called back, and the girl goes, yeah, where that's I said your onion rings suck, and she said yeah they do.
2: Isn't that great and She I agreed was, with you.
3: I was shocked. You know, I mean that was something that Popeyes for a fast food place. Their onion rings were fantastic.
2: They were fresh cut.
3: Yeah, and fresh battered. Yeah, and all of that stuff. But all that stuff. They they, they, they they now their chicken sandwich is good.
2: I, look, I have to agree. I, and look, I didn't want to like it. I didn't want to like it, but yeah, my yeah. wife brought one home all the way from Chalmette, so it rode all the way to the warehouse district. And you right. know what? I, you know what I did, Steve? I cut a. Four, I cut it in a four in fourths, and right. I, I immediately threw the other piece into the trash. And I just ate the fourth of it because I knew was going because I was going to eat the whole damn thing, Steve.
3: Well, that's yeah, what you're supposed no, to. No, I
2: can't do that. I, I <laughs> But it was. I have to say, even it after the ride, very it was good. Crisp. It blew Chick Fil A's, Chick A away.
3: Shocked, yeah. shocked. Yeah, yeah, it really does. We and have re- like uh, the Popeyes answer, and we even have them on Sunday.
2: Yeah, Tom must be loving this. <laughs> Tom must be loving this. We have really dragged this down.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Popeyes is good. I don't care what you know. And like you say, Tom, if it's good, if you think it's good, it's That's good. Right. So, well, you know, I I have
1: a, a similar report. And I haven't talked about it at all for reasons I don't I don't know. But uh, my daughter and I went for dinner uh, about uh, four or five days ago, and we went to Copeland's.
2: Okay. Copeland's,
1: uh, which was, you know, the same guy as the Popeye's, uh, uh, just a complete, yeah. completely different kind of idea. But uh, I hadn't been there in years, and I was astonished by how good it is at least the one that in uh, Covington uh, we haven't been there even though we don't live all that far from it in in a a long time and uh, we were very surprised by that so if you haven't been to Copeland's in a while take another look
3: Well, I have a friend of mine that plays music at the Copeland's in Kenner and they have a piano player on Sundays (laughs) and I always kid him you know, we'll call just before the football game or whatever, and I go, oh, you headed to Popeye's, huh? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, when, when we were exiled in Atlanta uh, for the storm, we were looking for these onion rings. Okay, Steve? And yeah. And no Popeye's sold the onion rings. So way back then, they used to have what was called a Super Popeye's. And there I was, remember that,
3: yeah. I
1: remember that. Well, there uh, was... That-
2: there was one of them like... Out
1: on Veterans Highway.
2: Well, this was in, this was in Georgia. It was oh. like an hour and a half away from where we live. So we called up. Yeah, we got the rings. So we got in the car, Steve, <laughs> put the, packed the family up and drove all the way an hour and a half away. And they're looking at us like we're crazy because we yeah. are ravenously eating these onion rings. And they think we're like, what the, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> but it was delicious and it was a taste of home and it was something we were craving. So,
3: Well, I telling everybody i know that's a shame call popeyes and bitch about it maybe they'll maybe they'll you know wise up because they're terrible go and, to
2: social media
3: yeah popeyes doesn't need to you know if you're going to make terrible onion rings just stop
2: it's probably you know? it's probably cheaper to make real onion rings anyway
3: well it if, not if you consider labor i'm sure yeah, i guess but, but I guess. you know but they're already paying the labor you know
2: well, thanks for that mm. very sad, sad note, there Steve. I appreciate it. Later. Take care. Thank you. Thank
1: you. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and uh, with us today is no other
2: than Don Clement. Yes, and that means something to about six people out there, I'm sure.
1: Uh, do you think they they are listening right now? Oh, of we can course maybe they're listening. add to my. Of course our, they're listening. Our, our, our our uh, base of people who listen but, to but us, but
2: they need to call. This is a call-in show. It's yeah, much uh, more entertaining true. when you call, and that's um, true. yeah. So give us a call five zero four two six zero six three six eight. No more onion rings. Wow.
1: Uh, right, uh, a few minutes ago you mentioned something about our almanac, and there's one item in here called "The Old Kitchen Sage Says," and it's I about. Saw uh, that. I- And uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to take a strong look at that and see what it means, really.
3: (laughs) Sounds good to me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.